Well, we can just talk for a second about things. How are you? Good. How are you? I am good. We had an amazing weekend. Yes, we did. It was magical, actually. We were at the Builder Brand Retreat in Temecula, California, Hatched Collective. If you guys don't follow Hatched Collective on Instagram, you're missing out. Katie Saffer, she is freaking amazing. She's a powerhouse connector. She cures loneliness. That is her thing. It is amazing. She brings community back into our lives. And she's great at creating events and bringing speakers and people together that just, I think Lindsay and I have been kind of on cloud nine since we left. Mm -hmm. And we've had kind of a couple busy weeks, like crazy with work and things coming up. Like I couldn't function because I was one of the speakers. My nerves were full force and I could not function. So I was like, I can't do a podcast. (laughs) I'm going to have to pass. We're going to have to wait until I get this over with because my brain literally does not have any space for anything other than my talk. And And here we are. You killed it. You nailed it. Thanks. It was so much fun. After I got up there, I had a blast, but I was, oh my God, it was the buildup's always the worst. It is. And we can get in our own heads. And I couldn't, and it wasn't even like I went first. I had to wait till the second day. Yeah, you have time to think <laughs> about it. You're not like, woo, that's over. I can enjoy myself. No, <laughs> yeah. you're like going through the whole day. And then you had a great fluffer in the morning, basically. Yes. Jenny, oh gosh, I can't remember how to pronounce her last name. Shot, Shotkey, Shotkey. <sighs> High anyway. energy, awesome. Yeah, she was amazing. She was probably my favorite part of the entire weekend. I know I keep gushing about her, but. Her energy was just like, I messaged her this morning and I was like, your energy, I want to bottle it up and take it with me. Like I want to put it into an IV. It was Jenny Schatzel. There you go. Yeah. And just all the connections. And like you said, Katie, she's got a heart of gold and she just has this warmth about her and where you just feel welcome. And she had the ability to make every woman sitting in that room feel welcome and acknowledged. And it was incredible. And I think the next retreat is in six months. So when it does come back around, we will make sure to plug it because there were people from all over the country there, right? Yeah, I think there were. Like there were some people from the East Coast, a lot of people from California because that's where it was. Several people from Texas. Mm -hmm. One particularly I remember from Austin Mm -hmm. and we drove in from Phoenix. One was from Seattle, a couple from Colorado. Yep. So they come in from everywhere. So everybody who even is listening who isn't in the direct Southwest area, you could totally go. And it's in different places. So this time it was in Temecula. Who knows where she'll go next time. And it'll be bigger and better and probably even more badass than this one. Yeah. I couldn't complain. I was at a winery. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was so pretty. I told Jake, I'm like, we have to go as a couple. We're going to tag along. Okay. You're allowed. (laughs) You can go with. Okay, good. How about we read one of our listener shout outs? I'm game. How about that? I'd love to do that. Cool. And this one, I'm not biased, but it was one of the individuals who opted in for my free coaching session that I offered when I launched the Take Your Power Back episode. Mm -hmm. And this person, Olivia, thank you. I don't have a place on my website to leave reviews. So she was kind enough to come onto the podcast and leave me a review. 
And I want to share it because I want to share the power of coaching. And this isn't to toot my own horn, but it, it just means a lot, one, mm-hmm. and just what coaching can bring to somebody. So, And you should toot your own horn. I appreciate that. I'm going to toot your own horn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. I'm going to toot your own horn. <laughs> toot toot. All right. So she writes coaching. She gave us five stars. After listening to the Take Your Power Back episode, I took Lindsay up on her 30-minute free coaching session, and I recommend you do too. As we all know, the podcast is great. Like another reviewer said, it's not just noise, and you will feel empowered after listening to it. After talking to Lindsay, I instantly felt better and more empowered to working on my goals. I am dealing with a lot of transitions in my life on top of all my existing goals, and it was time for me to stop being quote-unquote tough and discuss how things are going. And she was really vulnerable on our calls and just really honest, and we've kept in touch a couple times since then. And Olivia, you go out there and get your thing, girl. Do your thing. So proud of you. That is so awesome. She's wonderful. It's a big step to call in for coaching. Yeah. You know, it feels very vulnerable. So good for her, man. She embraced it too. And she's a go-getter. She's out there doing all the things. So she just moved, starting a new career, everything, like huge transition. So that was not an understatement when she says she's got a lot going on. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Just like most of us at any given time. So it's a good example. Yeah. So Way to blaze the trail, Olivia. I appreciate that. And you guys can always take me up on a free session. You can go to my website, email me, coach at lindsaydanielson.com. I'm always available. So, And you should do it. If you're thinking about it or you're on the fence, stop being on the fence. Get off the fence. Call Lindsay. It's just a little do bit of free. your time. Yeah. You'll feel so much better. There have been a couple of people who have done that and they've been like, oh my God, it was amazing. So yeah. we appreciate you for being the in-house coach for our community. (laughs) I appreciate that. I love it. I truly do. I do love it. And if I can share it and people think it's a gift, I think it's a gift to be able to share that with everybody. And yeah, I can go on and on. I'm not going to. Welcome to the Art of Getting Your Shit Together podcast, where each week we help you identify the bullshit that's holding you back and discover the courage to take action to create a life you love and enjoy. Let's talk about what we're going to talk about today. Yes. All right. We're going to talk about the brain. I love talking about the brain. I know you do, you little nerd. I know. And how our brain continues to love to play tricks on us even when we think we're starting to get our shit together. Because you ever notice, and I'm sure this has happened to you, when you have something good going on and you're really excited and your brain automatically wants to think about what could go wrong. Mm-hmm. What's an example that you've had? Well, I know in my business when things are rocking and rolling, I'm like, oh my gosh, this could all go away in a second. Yeah. That's scary because it's not like I have a, you know, a job that I get to go to and I just get to punch a clock and get a check. If it all goes away tomorrow, that means that I'm, you know, I don't have an income. Yes. That's scary. Those are the types of things that I, that's just a quick example. And it's a great one. So that stability with work, you know, you get a promotion. You think, can I maintain this? If you're responsible for a team, are they going to take me seriously? Can I do the job? Even if you go on vacation, 
great. You're excited about vacation. What if I, <laughs> simple things like what if I forget something? What if my luggage gets lost? That's always a big Ooh, one for me. That one gives me such anxiety. I, I don't have anxiety flying at all, but I get like a massive wave, especially like if we're going on vacation out of the country, I'm like, oh, please let my bag get here, please. And I like, I get red and splotchy. I get like sweaty. It's a mess. <laughs> I am a mess. Jake always looks at me like, you need to chill out. <laughs> the anxiety is showing through physical signs. <laughs> yeah, I can get rashes. <laughs> Even big, big transitions that we think of like purchasing your first home, mm-hmm. you know, even getting married having a child, all the things. And sadly, even stuff like big, exciting social events like concerts or the big events like we go to like Tony Robbins. I have to admit, we were in a room of 15,000 people and I'm looking around and I'm like, there's a lot of people in this room. I don't really feel safe anymore because I think, what if there was a shooter? Mm-hmm. What if a catastrophe happened? You know, and I'm I there? thought about. I was like, I'm sure out of fifteen thousand people, I wonder how many people in here have killed someone. Yeah, is that weird? No, <laughs> not to like, me. <laughs> I know, not to you, of course. <laughs> I was like, somebody has to have fifteen thousand people. That feels like good odds. That's kind of how I felt about that in that moment. You know, and I have a concert coming up in a couple months, and it kind of makes me nervous. So. You know, to the point where I don't even know if I want to go, which takes the fun out of it for me. Right. I thought about that the last concert I went to, honestly. It's I thought about that. But yeah. that's that's sadly the world that we're living in right now. And, and it's just you can't ignore it. We can't deny that. So anyway, our brains are designed to keep us safe in this. Like that's why we're thinking of these things. Like, and maybe we can't enjoy the joy of the event or what's about to happen or what is currently happening because our brains are designed to keep us safe and play it safe. However, if we allow this complex yet primitive organ to take control, we can really remain stuck. And we kind of know this. We know that if we allow that fear to take over, then we're not going to take very much action. Correct. So In personal development, there is a common saying of new level, new devil, meaning when you level up, you're faced with new challenges. This could be public speaking, uncomfortable financial meetings, challenging conversations. Maybe it's an HR issue you've never handled before. Cold calls, you know, getting on the phone for the first time and having to reach out to to make your first sales call. That could be terrifying. All the things, right? So that's expected while you're in growth phase. And sometimes we just kind of know this is going to be uncomfortable. I can do this. You know, I was brought here for a reason and you can kind of manage through that. However, there is something that is reoccurring and I've been hearing this more with clients and I wanted to bring it back to everyone's attention. And we talked about this with Andrea Owen best-selling author, and she's got an amazing podcast herself, Andrea Owen. And she was She's over talk- at your kick-ass life. Yes. Yes. She was talking about new level old devil. And the old is the habitual patterns, thought patterns or fears that we've carried with us most of our life and thought that we had overcome. We thought that we were past these things, but these can be easily triggered when we level up. So we're kind of expecting the new things that we're learning and flexing that muscle and spreading our wings. And all of a sudden, this big devil comes and just slaps us in the face with a bunch of shit. I mm-hmm. thought I was over this. 
And this not only leads to bad patterns, but it can also lead us to really poor coping skills and self-sabotage. So not even we start to really get in our own heads and feel, even though I've been here before and you maybe got past it, you think I can't get past it again. That was so hard before. I don't know if I can do this again, even though you can, but your brain wants to keep you safe because it recognizes this fear. Well, and you think not again, again, I thought I got really? over this. This is exhausting. Absolutely. That's how I feel. Absolutely. Somebody said actually something about this, this at the retreat, it was the spiral staircase. So new level old devil, but it's like, as you walk up a spiral staircase, you just keep going around. So you get around it and you come to the same thing and you get around it and you come to the same thing all while mm-hmm. you're leveling up. And I loved that visual. Cause I was like, yes, that's exactly how it feels. Yes. I visualize like hitting like through a doorway or ringing a bell or something to acknowledge, like, here it is. I'm done. Here it is like, again. Yes. Here it is again. Here it is again. <laughs> Every time you go around the and circle. around and around we go. Yeah. But the beauty is, at least you're not alone. Everyone feels that way. Everybody. Yeah. And Mel Robbins, I just heard her talking on a podcast recently, and she's the author of The Five Second Rule. And she was saying about these old patterns – when they come up, she says, this is a sign that the next chapter is here. This is what growth feels like. When these patterns come back, it's a test. Have you learned the lesson? So we're faced with the challenge. We have this old devil show up, but can we recognize what lesson we needed to learn then and apply it now and take all of our other lessons since and then be able to recover faster. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in reality, and we've talked about this before, I know you say this a lot, Jenna, we can't personal develop our way out of being human. Right. So we know that these are going to come up, but somehow they just feel defeating. So defeating. Well, we feel like for me, when it happens to me, I just feel like I should know better. That's the thought I have is I should know better because I've done all this growth. So, you know, when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I know better. That's why I think I should know better. I do better, right? But it's like, how do I do better when this keeps coming back around? You know, it's just the weirdest thing. Yeah. It's it's not weird. I shouldn't say it's weird. It's just kind of one of those paradoxes of life where you're like, this doesn't feel like I should be here because I have done so much work. Yes. And then you're like, kind of, your brain is all fucked up over it. <laughs> and that's where we can get really, yeah. obviously the anger comes in, we can get really resentful and that's where kind of even that self-sabotage comes. Yes. Shame is a big one. I feel big time like ashamed when that happens mm-hmm. and I have to remind myself, this is a normal thing. You don't have to feel ashamed about it. You are a human being and you still have thoughts and feelings and fears and happiness and sadness and all the emotions. Just yeah. because you've grown doesn't mean that you don't, get to experience that anymore. That's not what that means. Yeah. And we're expected to grow. Don't you still want to have emotions? Like wouldn't it suck if you didn't experience the lows? Yeah. I I think about what the good felt like if I didn't experience the lows. I would never have a feeling of elation and feel purposeful and be proud of myself. I would never have those feelings if I wasn't in the shit sometimes. Yeah. And I think it's designed 
it presents itself to us as people, as humans, the ones that can understand this kind of thing with our developed brain. And it's like, you would be ungrateful and you would take for granted the moments that are good if you did not have the bad. If you didn't have the shit storms, the highs, the good stuff just wouldn't feel. You would be like, oh, okay, just another day. Yep. This is good. This is good. Everything is good. Good. Was that old McDonald? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> it had the tune, yes. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> And this is really because that we're always trying to keep up. Everything's changing all the time. You know, you blink your eye and, you know, you have to learn, you know, this new app and a new algorithm and a new procedure and you have to go buy the new iPhone because everything's changing all the time. It's insane, You have to go buy the new iPhone because you're like 10 feet taller now. (laughs) (laughs) But our brains are still quite primal. Yes. Right? So – Our world is advancing so much faster than our brains, and we think we're doing all this growth, and we are, but damn, that slap hurts, right? And it's it's just kind of like a little, here I am, still human, Mm -hmm. and we can acknowledge it, and we'll talk about some of the ways to move past this in just a minute, but it's not about beating ourselves up. We really have to give ourselves the gift of grace and just to say, okay, I can do this. And however you get through that, and I know we're going to give you some tips in a minute, but we can't beat ourselves up. The goal is to catch ourselves faster and to recover from these blunders quicker than before. Okay. There's a recovery phase. We're going to get knocked down and just getting up and starting again. How do we do this? I have six tips to send y'all home with. Okay. The first one is kind of a multi-part, but they all kind of go together. One, of course, you have to recognize what the trigger is, but then you have to also acknowledge it, say, hello, hi, I see you, and normalize it. This is normal, okay? And you have to also validate the feeling that comes with it. I feel scared because, I feel anxious because, this is whatever because, but you got to normalize that. Of course, you're going to feel anxious because you're faced with a huge challenge, Okay. Anyone facing a big challenge is going to feel anxious or fearful, or they're going to be worried, whatever the emotion is behind it. Right. Right. If you're in a place where you're responsible for a team, maybe you're having a conversation with your spouse, a friend, always acknowledge and validate it. When they're talking about feelings, when someone is saying, I feel sad because I'm angry because I feel defeated because acknowledge that feeling anyone going through what you do would feel defeated. Of course you could feel defeated. Look at what everything you've been through, X, Y, Z. Acknowledge the feeling or validate the feeling and acknowledge what they're going through so they feel heard. Everyone wants to be seen and heard and you do that by validating and acknowledging with compassion, okay? Including to yourself. Yes. Amen. Amen to that. If you're also having, whether it's, employee, a friend, someone close to you, and they're going through struggles and you're not quite sure what it is or how you can help, ask questions. Okay. This also helps normalize the conversation. It opens up doors for more understanding. So then you can also then clarify and give them the validation acknowledgement that they're looking for. 
Because questions don't give you better answers. They give you better results into where you want that conversation to go. What are you trying to provide? Better questions can get you there. The second one is change the thought. You know, we talked about thought work, how powerful that is. We don't have feelings because of something. We have feelings because of our thought about that thing. So what would be the new thought in order to make this easier for you to recover from? For example, um, rather than I'm so sick of this, I'm never going to get over this. You can start to think the thought of, okay, I've been here before. I know I can do this and I might have more control than I think, right? You start to coach yourself through that moment because we do have more control than what we think we do when it comes to our emotions. Okay. Yep. I agree. I've done that a few times. And it's funny that you say that because we just had a situation like that in my house. Jake has been working out. So this is another example. He's been working out lately and he does not enjoy going to work out like so many of us. We just don't like it. And he's like, you know, I just feel sometimes like when I'm at the gym and I'm, you know, working out and I'm like, is this really all there is? I have to do this every single day. I have to do this every day. That's mm-hmm. his thought. He's like, that's what I think. He's like, and then it just kind of bums me out. And I'm like, honey, you might have to change your thought around that. Like you might have to like, he's like, no, that's how it's always been. And I said, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it's how it's always has to be in the future. Yeah. You got to change your thought. I used to feel that way too. Or you got to find something else that you really love to do. Either change your thought or change the situation. Yeah. So then you're able to really shift your thought. Like I get to do this. Correct. This is maybe not enjoyable, but I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Shifting the thought is is crucial. And so it's infinite, right? Yep. In every scenario because You can think a thought and it takes you into emotions that evoke strong feelings that can create an overwhelm for your sensory, right? You can be brought to tears. You can laugh and cry, you know, tears of joy, all the things. Just think of how powerful your thoughts are in that regard. Like when you think back to a happy thought and you're like, oh my God, that was amazing. Your thoughts are the same thing with the bullshit. Totally. Like me being worried about speaking. I was like, this is so, like, I'm terrified. This is terrifying. I'm, like, worried I'm going to forget how to say or to say something. And then I'm like, you know what? No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. This is excitement. Yes. Because guess what? you were excited. I was excited. But they feel the same. Nerves. Adrenaline. That feeling is the same. Mm -hmm. What's that feeling? The feeling of growth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. But I thought you were like, <laughs> what is the feeling? Well, it's I the know. feeling of where you have like butterflies in your tummy and you want to crap in your pants. That feeling. It's the feeling of growth. It That's is what it feels like. Growth. It does feel like that. FYI, everybody, when you're growing, it makes you feel like you want to shit your pants. Almost always. The whole time. And you might because you're legit nervous and... It could be a shart. It could happen. Nobody's judging you. No one. What's number three? Well, before I move on to number three, I have to say in changing your thought, Mm -hmm. I loved her analogy that she said in an interview that I heard about this. And she says, you know, when the thing comes up, this old devil comes up, right? You can think of, you can look at it like a unwelcome house guest that maybe Mm. a friend brought over and there they are. And you're looking at them and you're like, I did not invite you. Why are you in my home? But you know that you can handle it. Hello, how are you? Acknowledge them. 
and you can either deal with it or you can set a healthy boundary and ask them to leave. This is a private gathering. You can even tell your friend, (laughs) tell my friend, (laughs) I didn't fucking invite this person, you need to go. (laughs) But you could ask them to leave, right? And so I thought that was a great visual just to be like, okay, hello, how are you? Right. I see you, old devil, trying to disrupt all my growth and, you know, keep me safe. Thank you. You're there for a reason to protect me, but this doesn't serve me right now. I got to move past this. I'm going to ask you to leave. Okay. So I love that. Anyway, number three, come up with a mantra. Lots of, lots of experts talk about having like a power statement, a mantra, something that they tell themselves. I know mine, when I'm nervous, I have like my little power pose and I'm doing it right right now. I'm standing up straight and I will either have my hands out to the side or up on my hips. And I'm like, you can do this. You can do this. You got this. You got this. You got this. And I like really pump myself up. Mm -hmm. And when I'm lazy, I tell myself, don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. There's a common one. This too shall pass. Right. I know a lot of people tell themselves that to remind them that, you know, I can handle this. This isn't forever. And I love Brene Brown's talk that she gives herself before she speaks to a group where she thinks that they may not resonate with her message or, you know, it's just out of her realm or it's too high level. And she was about to speak in front of a bunch of executives, like CEOs, CEOs of like big companies. And she looked down the audience and she's like, this is not going to go well. And she had a conversation with somebody in the back and she came up with this mantra that she still uses now. And she reminds herself, people, 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 everyone is people. They're just people. She tells herself that all of the time, people, 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 because it doesn't matter if you make 10,000, a hundred thousand or 10 million, we kind of bitch about the same things in just a different capacity. Right. But it all kind of goes back to the same foundations, the same things that can shake our world up. All right. So number four is you got to find your people. You got to connect with them. You need to find a community. You need to have that person, whoever that person is, connect with them, mentor, coach, you know, your leader, someone who you trust, whatever that looks like. You're not meant to go this alone. And even when you feel most vulnerable is probably when you need support the most. Remember that. And you need to go to the people who you trust the most. Yes. Not just any people. Do not share your most vulnerable stuff with the people who are not going to have your back. True. Yeah. People you trust, people who get you. Yeah. Because if you share with somebody who does not have the capacity to handle what you're sharing, you're going to end up feeling worse. And I think all of us have probably done that at some point. Mm -hmm. I have. Great tip. It does not feel good. That's one of Brene Brown's. Like You only share your vulnerabilities with the people who have earned the right to hear it. I love that. And it's so good. And it's so true because there are certain things I know I can share with, say, Jake, and there are certain things I just don't feel comfortable in a certain capacity sharing with him versus maybe a friend or my mom, Mm -hmm. for example. So just know your audience. Yes. And that goes for individuals and all the hats that we wear. As many hats as we wear, whatever that is, you may need to seek out other people for what, you know, that topic is surrounding. Yep. Does that make sense? Totally. So find your people. Get your person. Doesn't have to be people. It could just be a person, right? I agree. Real quick, number five, the Mel Robbins five, four, three, two, one, five second rule. Oh yeah. 
snap yourself out of that reptilian primal brain and get your prefrontal cortex working. That's what that is. It's getting you into the action mode or maybe inaction. And for those of you who don't know, the five second rule is five, four, three, two, one. You literally count out loud or to yourself. The times I've done it, I've, I like to say things out loud. Yeah. Like, You've got this. You've got this. You've got this. Five, four, three, two, one. Do it. You know? So it's like a launching point, right? And so you could do five, four, three, two, one, get out of bed. Five, four, three, two, one, make that phone call. Five, four, three, two, one, hit send kind of thing, right? Or it could be five, four, three, two, one, take a breath, chill. Yeah. Five, four, three, two, one, listen. Don't say anything. Five, four, three, two, one, put that cookie down. <laughs> Don't eat the fucking cookie. <laughs> Do not eat the fucking cookie. So that's number five. The last one, number six, is a friendly reminder. And it's, again, shifting that thought. But you need to reframe. You need to reframe what's going on in your brain and shift the conversation that you're having with yourself. And what that could look like is imagine yourself talking to your person and they're going through what you're going through. What would you say to them? What advice would you say to them? I like that. What kind of grace and acknowledgement and encouragement and compassion would you give that person? You Mm -hmm. need to give that to yourself. You deserve to give that to yourself. I feel like that can go almost in every situation. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're beating yourself up, whether it's over a situation that you find yourself in again, like new level old devil, or even if it's like feeling unworthy. Yeah. If you take it that far, you know, like someone I love dearly was like telling me about how they felt unlovable and unworthy and all these things. And I said, or they felt like they deserved to be treated a certain way at one point by a man. And they no longer feel that way. I hope anyway. But I was like, oh my gosh, I don't understand that. Like, I wish that you, number one, could see you how we see you. But would you ever say that to the little girl inside yourself? Would you ever say that to your best friend? No, of course not. Yeah. It's like, I've done it. You know, I've caught myself being real mean to myself, whether it's over a challenge I'm facing or even just the way I'm feeling about myself. Mm-hmm. And that is tough. Cause then when you're like, holy crap, would you say this? Would you say this to Lindsay? Would you ever say this to, you know, 10 year old Jenna, five year old Jenna? No, 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 you wouldn't. But we beat ourselves up big time. We are verbally abusive to ourselves. We would never want to be friends with us. Most, I mean, if you had to choose to be friends with somebody who, well, and we do have the choice. Most of us would not choose to be friends with someone who is that mean. No. You guys, crazy. The most important conversation that you have with anyone is with who? Yourself. Exactly. Who is it that just said, you are going to be friends with you for, was that Jenny? I think so. Yeah. Your relationship with yourself is the longest one you're ever going to have in your life. So you better start to like it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So change that thought. Change the conversation. Change the conversation. Reframe it all. Because how fucking exhausting is that conversation? Think about this conversation you're having with yourself. How exhausting is it? 
it's exhausting and it doesn't make you feel good. No. I mean, it doesn't make you feel – if you're trying to make yourself better, if you're trying to – I don't know what the outcome is. What is the outcome that we're expecting from that? Are we expecting to feel better by beating ourselves up? Are we expecting to feel better by having this negative, horrible self-talk? Because like you said, you can change the conversation or you can even change the thought around it and have a different conversation in a split second. Our brains are wired for certain things, but they're also smart enough to be able to do that. Yeah, we can retrain our brain. Yeah. We can assist others to help train their brains, right, by being supportive. It is possible. And over time, we can recover faster if we continue to practice this. And it's going to come up. We're not foolproof for this stuff. Mm -hmm. No one is. But we can be more resilient and not allow our brains to anchor us down and allow the inner critic and that loud negative voice, the bullshit, to come back in and take over. Mm -hmm. That conversation with yourself is the most important one. Okay. And when we're exhausted too and we get stuck in our heads, and we're fighting all the time, what does fighting cause? You know, it wastes a lot of energy, right? Mm -hmm. And it causes us to get burnt out. And that's when we're going to quit and give up on the things that we're trying to do because we're not just exhausted doing the thing and hustling and working and all this. We're exhausted just with the shit that we're telling ourselves to. That's exhausting. That's defeating. Big time. Think about what you're telling yourself. Think about the old devils that are coming up and think of ways and maybe it's some of the six that we talked about ways for you to be able to overcome it, implement it, pick one of those six and implement it. Oh, I have one I could share. This is something that I actually did talk about growth, like speaking. If you're not used to speaking for most of us, getting in front of a crowd and speaking is probably the biggest fear some people have, honestly, public speaking. And if it's not the number one fear, it still makes you very nervous. But the whole time, since I didn't talk until day two, this is very fresh, obviously, because I just went through it. I kept thinking, be present. Mm -hmm. Stop thinking about the future. You need to be here right now. Here now, not there. You're not there, right? I just kept remembering to be in the moment, to be present, to be here right now, because most of the things we worry about, if you're worrying, it's usually about the future. And it hasn't happened yet. Exactly. And so you're manifesting something that you do not want to happen. It's like praying for what you don't want. And oh, it's ridiculous so because we all do it. It's just a normal part of the human condition. But what really helped me this weekend when I would do that was be present. I would just say, I'd catch myself, but I'd catch my heart rate going up. And I'd be like, be present, be present. You're I'm excited. That next week when I speak, I would say, <laughs> Jenna, I know you're really excited, <laughs> but you need to be here right now. You need to be right here, right where you are in this spot, watching this person speak, experiencing these people, having these conversations, meeting these important, every single person in that room was so important to me. And anyway, every person I met. And if you're too in your own head, this is the other thing. And I shared this at the VIP dinner and I shared this on Instagram today. But if you're afraid of something or if you're, you are letting fear drive, you are too focused on yourself and you are not focused on anything else. Yep. You're too inward. So if you can just focus on 
number one, doing like those six tips, being present, and then changing the conversation that you're having with yourself, you're going to be so much better. And then you never have to, you don't really have to worry so much about like going back to the beginning where you're like, we're kind of like talking about how when we go out and we worry about the other shoe dropping, like this is too good to be true. I'm feeling so good right now. Something is going to happen. I'm going to end up coming around the spiral staircase and I'm going to get to another bump in the road. You might, and that might be true, but when you can use these tools and when you can stop and actually process through it instead of trying to cram your way through it, Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we try to do is we try to push through it and just not feel anything, like just keep yes. charging ahead. And that is one way to do it, but you're not learning anything. If you don't sit, like you said, acknowledge, process through it, give it its space and be present. And the only way you can do that, by the way, is like by being present and being aware. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to charge through it and then you really are going to be unprepared the next time it comes around. And then you really are going to feel vulnerable every single time you experience a high. Every time something amazing happens in your life, you're going to be like, it's just a matter of time. And I know this, guys, because I have lived this way for like my whole life. (laughs) So it's not like I'm telling you from like a lack of experience or preaching on something as some self-righteous, you know, soapbox. It's truly when you live in the future like that and you live in a chronic state of worry and you can't really think and grow through an experience, it's not, it doesn't serve you long-term. You've never recovered from it. So if it comes up again, it's even heightened. It sounds like it would be even worse because you never even focused or not focused, but recovered from the previous one. Because for example, we have a friend in common and she's having a dental surgery tomorrow. And she text me today because I've had the same one. It's a dental implant and it's nerve wracking because they have to pull your tooth. And if you don't get put out, you have to stay awake for it. And it's like, anyway, terrifying. Some people, I mean, out there who have had dental work and have had bad experiences know how nerve wracking it is. And she's like, well, this experience that I had, it was just like, I had to have a crown taken off once. And it was so traumatizing because it was only supposed to take like 10 minutes and it took four hours and it, the Novocaine kept wearing off and it was just awful. And I'm so terrified that that's going to happen tomorrow. And I'm like, just because it happened before doesn't mean it's going to happen again. Yes. Just because it happened before does not mean it's going to happen again. That's another mantra you can use. Just because it happened before does not mean it's going to happen again. Because I think we so true. we take experiences, bad experiences, and we're like, oh, here it is. It's going to happen again. Yeah. And then we're like, hello, again, you're, you're wishing for something you don't want. Yeah. Stop it. And our brain wants to focus on those negative moments. Of course it does. We have a negative bias. It's, yeah. It There's keeps the us alive. There's one thing that stood out, and that's what your brain's going to focus on. Even if it was in the past, that's going to stick out. It keeps you alive. If yeah. you were a caveman – and you came up to this bridge and it freaking fell and you almost died in the water, you would be like, well, I've been here before. This happened last time. I ain't going on that bridge. I probably shouldn't do this. (laughs) It's normal. It's totally normal. But you can, just like your brain can take the seat, like you're saying at the very beginning, you can turn the conversation around and you can actually take control of your thoughts. We have a lot more control over this than you think, you guys. We really do. And it seems impossible in the moment. But like what Jenna was saying, when you can be present and you can kind of snap yourself out of it with a mantra, 
the five second rule, something to just like kind of snap you back into where you are. And then even if you can have just a moment of gratitude about anything at that moment, God, that could just change everything, right? Just trying to shift the thought, to shift your feeling. Yeah. To be like, okay, this is hard, but like speaking, right? Mm -hmm. This is terrifying, but you're present. And I'm sure you're so grateful that you were there and honored to even be asked to speak and connecting with all these women. So just thinking of the opportunity, again, removing the ego and what else is there? You know, why are you there doing that? Why are you serving in that way? What is the gift you're sharing? What is the purpose of it? Yes. And thinking of the bigger picture. Because really it is a gift. Every challenge you are given is truly a gift. It means you're alive, which is a gift in and of itself. You were given another day. Some people don't get that. And you are given the opportunity to take the step to grow. And that is one of the biggest blessings there is, as long as you see it as an opportunity. Yes. And not a setback. Yes. And even if it is a setback, it's still an opportunity. Just like if you fall, you have an opportunity to stand up and keep going, or you can just lay there. It is what it is, you guys. It's going to happen. You're not going to be... You got to do it anyway. So just do it. Don't be that guy who... I've fallen and I can't get up. (laughs) Don't be that guy. (laughs) Because everything, I forgot who said this, but everything we want is outside of our comfort zone, right? Everything. Yeah. And it's about finding those lessons and truly growing so we can recover faster later, but not allowing for it to set us back. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. We got to do the work. We got to level up, right? We need to continue to grow. And as we grow, we know we're going to be hit with new devils and old ones, but new or old, you know that you're strong enough. We know that you're strong enough. You don't need our permission or anyone else's. You need to give yourself permission to stand against it and face through all the shitty stories you're telling yourself and do it. Just do it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what other better way to say it. And here's the thing. Once you're on the other side of it, you look back and you're like, fuck yeah. Oh my God. Like, obviously it's so new. It's not new, but it's such a fresh experience, me speaking yesterday. When I was done, I was like, other than the fact that I wanted to just like go curl up in a ball and take a nap (laughs) because I was so tired. But I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. I want to do it again. Yeah, I can't wait to do it again. Here, like... Three hours ago, I was shitting, literally just shitting Mm -hmm. like three times. I was empty. I was just (gasps) a ball of nerves. And I know you all, I know some of you out there get the nervous shit, so you know what I'm talking about. And here I am, like, can't wait to do it again. (laughs) What a freak. (laughs) But it's awesome. Yeah. And you're on this high. Yeah. It's amazing. When, if, but when it comes back around, well, and the longer, it is between – if you were to speak tomorrow, you'd be like, I just did this a couple days ago. I got this, right? Because you can still you can still actively feel the feeling of the after, right? Yeah. That adrenaline, the good adrenaline. But if you go months – Oh, yeah. And then you're like, Totally. Right? So that's the thing. You thought, you know, if I thought I was over this. I thought this was going to get easier. Uh-huh. But when there's a long duration, it's like, okay, we're, we'll use lifting weights for an example – 
If you're used to squatting and working out all the time, great. But if you don't work out for a while and you do the thing that you did before, you're going to be sore as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Great point. So you guys be a little bit easier on yourself. Be kinder to yourselves. And I think one of the most important things I can say for today's episode is the most important conversation that you have with anybody is with yourself. And like Jenny said on her thing, what's her last name? Schatzel. Just like Jenny Schatzel says, you're going to be your friend for a very long time. All you got is you. Yep. At the end of the day, if everything else went away, all you got is you. So can you be a little bit nicer to mm-hmm. yourself, please? And we got you. Yeah. So if you ever are struggling, by the way, you can reach out to us in the VIP Facebook group and you can reach out to us on Instagram and we will message you. And, you and we will always reach out to me. You. Totally. You reach out to me. Lindsay. Get a session. I'd be happy to support you in this. Yes. This I is what I do. everybody to do that at some point if they're struggling or even if they're not and they just want to level up their life. Do it. You will not be sorry. This was so good. I feel like I need to go take on the world now. (laughs) Really, what I need to do is go to bed. We're probably just going to go to sleep. I'm going to finish my glass of wine and go to bed. Yeah, because it's what? 8.46 p.m. Yeah, we brought back a delicious bottle of wine from the vineyard and we're having a small glass to celebrate. It's wine and podcasts. Yeah. It's great. You know what? We never celebrate enough. And so here we are. We're celebrating with you as we share what we've learned and have the great privilege and honor to do so. Thank you all for your time. I know you got something amazing out of this today and we will be back next week. So you guys take care of yourselves and change the conversation. And be good. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. The Art of Getting Your Shit Together is produced and edited by LD Coaching and Blush Cactus Boutique Design Studio. We would love it if you'd head over to iTunes and subscribe, leave us five stars, and write a quick review. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends so that we can continue to grow our tribe. Tag us on Instagram at tagist underscore podcast with your shares, and we'll feature you on our story. Don't forget to grab our free guide, five things you can do right now to get your shit together and start living your best life over at tagus.com slash kick more ass. Remember your life only gets better when you decide to grow and it's never too late to get your shit together.